Europe's economic woes have fueled a resurgence in anti-immigrant sentiments in many countries. That's the background for a debate in Denmark over long-standing immigration laws that often prevent Danes from living in the country with non-European spouses. Asia Bundawi reports from Copenhagen and Brussels. Sarah was born to Palestinian parents in Denmark. She went to school here, attended university here, and has worked for years as a school teacher in the heart of her hometown of Copenhagen. But for the past several years, Sarah wakes up every day at dawn, kisses her husband and children goodbye, and begins her three-hour commute from Malmo, Sweden, across the Orzon Bridge to her school in Copenhagen. You see, Sarah lives in a self-imposed exile in Sweden. I was actually very sad of Denmark because how could they treat me like this? Denmark's restrictive family reunification laws make it incredibly difficult for Danes to marry and live in Denmark with non-European spouses. So prevented from living together in Copenhagen, Sarah and her Jordanian husband moved to Sweden, where they had an easier time getting visas. I am well uh, educated, never done anything uh, against the law. You know, I have always been straight. So why do they treat people like us like that way? Of that, I was very angry. Even the colleagues at my work, they said, how could they kick you out? I think that is really, really sad. In fact, Sarah's situation is not at all unique. Since the immigration law passed in 2002, the bridge connecting Copenhagen to Malmo has come to be known as the Love Bridge. More than 9,000 Danes are estimated to be living in Malmo for this reason. Iman Peterson, a member of the Muslim Council of Denmark, says he's appalled by what he sees as his country's attempt to keep out immigrants who are the spouses of Danish citizens. They're born in Denmark, they're raised in Denmark, but they're treated as foreigners and they're classified as such. And this I see as a major problem. We have a lot of people out there who feel that they're not allowed, they're not being allowed to belong to any country. Peterson says the issue is xenophobia, pure and simple. And he calls the fear especially misguided since a relatively small part of Denmark's population, just 10%, is made up of immigrants. I think a lot of people are appalled by what's been happening in Denmark because it is so much contrary to uh, what we can call the Danish spirit for many, many decades. Uh, But then again, there's been a, a, a cleverly orchestrated, we can call it propaganda, making people scared of, of, uh, of the immigrants, of the foreigners, of the aliens that have come into our country. Alex Aronson is a member of parliament from the Danish People's Party, one of the most popular right-wing parties in Europe. Aronson says he has nothing against immigrants per se. What he doesn't appreciate is foreigners who move to Denmark but refuse to give up their old customs. And he says this is especially true when it comes to marriage, which is why the family reunification law is so important. We have the whole issue of forced marriages, and we don't want that. So if we stick to our strict legislation on family reunification, we also help young female especially Muslim immigrants in Denmark, and making it possible for them to choose their own husband instead of their fathers and mothers. He's also incensed that Europe's open border policy forces Denmark to let almost anybody in. Aronson says the solution is not just tighter immigration policies in Denmark alone. He wants to end Europe's open border policy altogether. But EU lawmaker Commissioner Cecilia Malmström says that would be a disaster for Denmark and would mark an end to a unified Europe. She maintains that individual members of the EU need to clamp down on the kind of rhetoric coming from right-wing populist parties all across Europe. There is a climate today 
uh, in many member states of um, nationalism, closing borders, xenophobia. I can say the commission can say the parliament can repeat it, but, but it is the, the, the local leaders, the national leaders who have to stand up for, for the basic principles that, that Europe is founded on. But Denmark, for one, doesn't look like it's any closer to enacting open immigration policies in line with EU principles. And for Sarah's family, their state of dislocation may be permanent. Now we have like settled and for us just to move back again, it feels difficult. Uh, so when you have kids, it's like you're bound. You, you feel um, it's difficult to go back again. It's like you have to begin from zero. For the world, Amasi Bundawi, Copenhagen and Brussels. Asia's report was supported by a McCloy Fellowship for International Reporting from the American Council on Germany. This is PRI.